I saw the world cry a flood of bitter tears to quench the raging fires set by the angry, felt flames fed by the breath of the exhausted crying out for help. And when the earth swallows all we've earned and the sky seems to fall and the oceans churn, we remember all we ever had was us. All we'll ever have is us. It's always been us. I see people, only people, to give a little love and a little helping hand. I see brothers, I see sisters Picking up the pieces Putting them together again And I hear echo Someone's given Or someone's given up And no matter
voices and shout it out Good morning, folks. Happy Friday. Guess what? It's February the 5th. I'm excited. Are you excited? Let's get it. Let's get it. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. Um, I love that song. You guys know that I played that song yesterday. And um, I tell you what, the first time I actually heard that song, it literally gave me um, goosebumps because the words are so powerful. It's such um, a beautiful rendition of that song. I mean, actually, actually, I've never heard that particular song before, but it is an absolutely gorgeous song. Um, just reminds us all uh, that we are one, folks. And um, I know sometimes we, um, you know, don't feel like we're connected to the rest of the world. Right now, we are living here in the Cayman Islands in a little bit of a bubble. So I do feel like we're even more disconnected. But at the end of the day, folks, uh, we're one as a people on this um, island, and um, we are also one in terms of, um, you know, just the human race. We have so much to be thankful for. We have so much to help each other out with. Um, it's just, uh, like I said, that song is just um, absolutely amazing. And I love it. And so I thought, you know what, in lieu of um, our usual um, national song, which of course I love as well, I might play that a little bit later on, but why not play something that has um, an absolute universal appeal to all of our listeners? Of course, our national song is listen. If you're a Caymanian, that gives me goosebumps every time I hear that um, sung, uh, as well. But, um, yeah, I am, I'm totally, totally excited. I am pumped, not just because it's Friday folks, but because we have some wonderful guests lined up for you guys here today. I'm going to turn on my camera in a second 
Just give me one quick second. You guys know I'm always in the background uh, doing a little bit of administrative work as we get started. So I figure sometimes you don't actually need to see me doing administrative work, do you? Although I think some of you missed that. You're like, why can't I see you? Um, so right now I'm here just like polishing the glasses so that I can see everybody really well as we get started. Uh, so all of the alerts are out, folks. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the program. I, I'm excited. I've got um, Alric Lindsay's song in the queue as well because we may listen to Alric's song a little bit later on. So big shout out to Alric. He has a campaign song that we played exclusively yesterday here on Cayman Mall Road. If you missed it, uh, stay tuned. I think we'll have an opportunity to play it either today or sometime next week again. So let me see who's here, who is pumped, who is psyched. Irvelyn, what's up? Good morning. Happy Friday. I'm keeping a side eye out for my little Aguti friend, by the way, because I know he's going to come by soon. Steve is here for us. Good morning, Steve. Blessings to you. Thank you so much, Mitzi, for tuning into the program. Mitzi, I think I'm supposed to be linking up with you for like weeks now and still can't get to you. Um, you need to send me a WhatsApp message. I've got so much on my plate today. My husband's birthday is actually tomorrow. So if you see him, wish him a happy birthday. Um, but yes, I've got a couple little surprises for him that I'm trying to coordinate and sort out. And so you guys know how that goes. Um, so Larry joining us from New York. Happy Friday, Larry. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we've got Miss Morna right here from Grand Cayman. We've got it locked. Um, Irvlin is here. I'm drinking water only this morning. So Irvlin has her tea mug. But I am only drinking water, folks, because I do have to go do some um, blood work this morning. So no, um, you know, no tea or anything else that could impact my uh, numbers this morning. So agua only. Uh, and in fact, I'm trying to drink a little bit more wa water than usual because I think I told you guys last night, but they always have a hard time finding an entry point in my arms to take blood. Uh, my veins are just not prominent. They're not even not prominent. They're almost like non-existent to be honest. And so, um, you know, they have to do a lot in order to try to just get that baby needle in. And they use the finest possible needle. And still they're like tapping, where, where are your veins, girl? Are you alive? <laughs> so they have a challenging time uh, finding those. So the lady said to me yesterday, drink lots of water before coming in. Because if you're properly hydrated, that helps. So here we go. My first sip of water of the day, folks. There we go. Um, so yes, I'll be drinking a lot of water during the show. And plus, I feel like I'm going to be doing a lot of talking today. Although I have candidates who are definitely going to be doing their fair share. Um, I still feel like, oh, it's going to be a lit show today. I'm so excited. So big shout out to Irvlin and uh, those of you who, um, have gotten your mugs, there's Irvlin with hers and we're calling it, um, you know, send us a picture of you with your mug. Cause we're calling it your mug as in the mug that you're drinking out of, shot. So you take your mug shot and you send it to CMR and then we are going to post it up. So big up yourself, Irvlin. Thank you so much for sharing yours. So we've gotten a mug shot from Louie already. We've gotten one from Larry. So there's Larry with his mug shot. 
Um, and we have, we have Louis picture as well, which I think we have uh, shared also. So thank you guys so much for those. I love them. Absolutely love it. Um, let's see who else we've got here. Good morning, Miss Darlene. And don't forget folks, a lot of you've been asking about the mugs. All right, folks, um, the most random thing just happened. All of a sudden, my computer had a blue screen and says, we ran into a problem and we need to restart. I have not seen that blue screen of death in like 10 years. Um, so I don't know what's going on with my computer. It literally just said, we ran into a problem and need to restart. And it's just restarted. So give me a second. Thankfully, I got my phone handy. Um, that is so weird. Give me a second to get my computer back up. I keep telling my husband, who's an IT manager, but you know how it is. You're the IT manager and I'm like the last one to get the benefits of that. I keep saying to um, Marlon that I need a, I need a new computer and I need a better computer, not just a new computer. I need some some proper graphics capability. So give me one second. Uh, thankfully, it restarted very quickly, but that was really weird. So I need to let him know that, hey, this computer just gave me yet another reason to demand a new computer sometime in the next five years. Um, just give me one second. I'm just trying to restart everything. And then I'm going to log back in from the computer. So that was weird. No clue what that was about. Just a blue screen. You know, back in the day, if you're into computers at all, we used to get what was called the blue screen of death. Uh, this was like Windows 98, Windows 2000. And trust me, um, you never wanted to see the blue screen of death because it was not a good sign. Um, so give me one second. I don't know what that was about, but I'm going to quickly just log back in. Um, that is so weird. Okay, give me one second here, folks. Hmm. No bueno, no bueno. Okay, restore my pages. Here we go. I think I'll be back in. All right, let me close this one. Weird. IT stuff. Okay, here we go. All right. Okay, I'm back. That was just so random and so weird. But um, my computer just like blue screen, 
we've ran into a problem and need to restart. And I'm thinking, what the heck? I have not seen a blue screen. Like I said, back in the day, we actually used to call that the blue screen of death. Because once you saw that in your computer, that means your computer was like white and it was gone and you had to like reinstall everything. And thankfully, uh, modern computers, I guess, this one just restarted itself and came right back up. So super weird, super freaky. But guess what? Nothing's going to stop the show this morning. Um, so yeah, that's random and strange, but the party must go on. So here we are. All right, good folks. Um, so what was I even telling you about? Atlas, good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, <laughs> Mark says, it's the Russians. Blame it on the Russians. Maybe it's Alden. Blame it on Alden. <laughs> Alden's like, you are not going to announce who's running against me this morning, damn it. I don't care. Um, that's okay, Mark. They can't stop the show. Trust me. They can never stop the show, and they certainly can't stop the people from having their say. And so um, we're going to get started here in a second. I do want to, before we bring on this guest, actually, I'm going to play a video from last night with the Honorable Alden McLaughlin. Because, um, you know, he is something else. So Alden is, is so incredibly desperate to um, keep his existing unified government in place that not only does he ignore the wishes of the people in relation to, um, you know, Mr. Bush and the serious assault that he committed. And we've got this assault video that we're going to be playing a little bit later on um, where he addresses that and the reasons why he won't do anything about it. But we also have, um, you know, him last night at John John had a, a meet and greet at uh, the White House in West in Bontown. My apologies. And uh, yes, honey people, honey child. Uh, he was there supporting John John, which is so Remember when David and Christopher, well, David White, uh, the one that's in now, remember they're twins. So a lot of people get them confused, but I'm pretty sure it was David that said, um, yes, he used to speak out against McKeever Bush and they said they would never work with him and it was the most and it was this and that and blah, blah, blah. And now that they have totally flipped the script, everyone is like, how can you flip like this? Like you people have no morals, no, you stand for nothing. You know, um, if you felt so compassionate about certain things, you expect that person to maintain their integrity, but they have no integrity. They have no um, stick with itness. Like none of that matters because it's all about what they want and being in power and having that title as premier for two terms. So they do whatever. And um, I was reminded um, of, you know, again, David. Uh, David, yes, David White saying, you know, he um, has has had to basically swallow his own vomit. And I thought to myself, oh, my God. When I think about that, people have, I don't even, listen, it's so disgusting. I don't think I have to break it down for you. But, you know, physically what swallowing your own vomit would do to you and how dis utterly disgusting. Disgusting that is, right? I have never had to do that. You know, sometimes you're sick 
and you threw up and whatever. And sometimes it kind of starts to go down the wrong way and that makes you puke even more. That is basically what this man has said, um, David White, that he has had to do. And we have got to find that clip. Can somebody find me that clip, please, where he said that? Um, I think it might have been an interview in Radio Cayman. But yes, that image. And that is what he's saying they've had to do to work with McKeever Bush, swallow their own vomit. Disgusting. And it certainly speaks to the fact that, you know, are you even genuine in wanting to work with Mr. Bush? You guys are singing his praises because he's keeping the government together. But my God, whew, well, the sacrifices you have to make, um, including selling all the women down the river on this particular topic. So let's have a look at, um, again, I don't want to take credit for putting these videos together because I do not have the skill set. Other people uh, put these videos together for me. Not for me, but they put them together and I happen to get them. Um, and they have been using, you know, a lot of stuff that we've done on the show recently. So big shout out to, um, you know, all of the persons that uh, work behind the scene to bring you the important messages. So last night, first of all, the premier uh, went to support Dwayne Seymour at his meet and greet. And at that event, um, I'm just trying to pull that one up here. The premier basically um, was given reasons why uh, people need to, to continue to vote for this, um, this government who has really let a lot of people down. But he gives a bunch of reasons why people should continue to support him and the progressives and to keep this government together. And in his opinion, what that means is you continue to vote for the exact same ones that are in there now. I am suggesting to you that you have got some viable alternatives. You're going to hear about two of them um, this morning. That really means, give me one quick second here. I just need to reload this video since my computer went. You know, what that really means is you've got viable options. And I want you to listen very carefully to what the premier says, because he, he says a lot um, in this video. Give me one second here. Uh, basically, to sum it up, I don't want to go too deep into it because I want you to listen to it. Listen to his words, folks, um, so that you can hear it for yourselves. He basically says, "Don't. it doesn't matter who's running. It doesn't matter how qualified they are or what they bring to the table. The most important thing is to keep the progressives um, and this unity government together at all costs. I am dumbfounded that the premier would dare insult us to think that we, the people, are so stupid. How can you say to someone, I mean, listen to the equivalent of, of what that means, right? And it made me think about, I was thinking about a young Caymanian um, by the name of, um, oh God, what is her name again? Um, she had applied for a civil service job. We've talked about this case before because it was absolutely horrendous. She was more qualified than the foreign worker that they end up giving the job to. Um, she ended up actually resigning from government after being with them in an HR capacity for like 15 years. She had a master's degree. She had all the qualifications and they still did not want to give her the job. Her name's going to come to me in a second. And so um, them not giving her the job, you know, although she's more qualified, although she has more experience, you know, all the criteria meant that the government actually lost when she decided to challenge that decision. The, the tribunal found, um, the civil service uh, 
appeals tribunal, whatever the technical term is, they found that not only was she the top ranked person and should have gotten the job based on qualifications, but there were at least two other Caymanians ahead of this guy who did better in their interviews, had more qualifications, the whole nine yards. So the fourth person in line who got the job was not the most, you know, he's not even the most qualified person. So when I was listening to the premiere last night um, and someone sent me this video, basically telling you to do the exact same thing in the political arena, do not, he says, vote for someone just because they're more qualified. Because the idea here is to keep his unity government together at all costs. And I thought, wow, that's pretty audacious. Like, what the hell are you saying, Premier? That doesn't even make any sense. Like, he has thrown good common sense and logic completely out the window. Um, I'm trying to remember this young lady's name. We've talked about her case before. Um, it, it'll it'll come to me. It's like on the tip of my tongue. I want to say her last name is, um, oh God, is it an Ebanks? Anyway, it it will definitely come to me. But yeah, so imagine what what that means, right? Here we are as Caymanians, and we are um, being told on the one hand that so many of you do not qualify for jobs. Um, you don't go out there and get the education that you need. Like you're not doing what you need to do. And I agree there are some, I don't think it's a large majority, but there are some of us who fall into that category um, who really, really need to shape up. Okay. So fair enough. You got to call a spade a spade. I can't give us a pass. Sheena Ebanks, that's her name. Uh, we cannot, you know, give somebody a pass if, if they haven't earned it. All right. So I have no problems with that. But when you have, on the other hand, individuals who do everything right, who, you know, get the qualifications, work hard, um, do so on their own merit. Uh, you know, they're professionals, they show up, they, they do what they're supposed to do. And you still don't give them the opportunity, whether it's in private sector or government who's supposed to be leading by example. When I hear what the premier said last night, I had an aha moment. And it occurred to me that this dude is serious. Like he is a number one joker on this island because in the political arena, we, the people vote you in to do a job on our behalf. Right. And so at the end of the day, we don't expect you to say, well, don't vote in the most qualified person. Don't vote the person in who really has your best interests as, at heart as a people. Instead, vote the people in who are going to keep this unity government together at all costs. So good morning, Miss Darlene. Marshall says that they have no backbone uh, if they can switch like that. Trust me. John Henry says it's sickening, right? Absolutely. Good morning to Miss Joy joining us from Texas. Uh, Marshall confirms that the government doesn't care about hiring Caymanians. Well, I can tell you in the case of Sheena, thank you, Karen. In the case of um, Sheena Ebanks, they certainly didn't. And there are other examples of that. Um, at the management level, which is just absolutely disgusting. What's the sense of going out there and working to get a master's degree um, or working hard and, you know, staying in the civil service for all those years if you're going to be rewarded at the end of the day by someone who is a way less qualified than you getting the job because somehow uh, this Canadian young man, I um, don't have anything against him personally, but he has been able to finagle his way in to somebody's bum to kiss their ass. I mean, give me a break here, right? All right, so listen to what the premier said last night, folks. Here we go. 
To change horses is not when the halfway cross the river. And we are just about halfway across the river. This country needs the current administration to continue in This, con this country does not need one bright person over here and one genius over there and one good person over there to be elected. This country needs a team, a committed team, an experienced team, a tried team to continue to lead this country forward over the next And so, I say to you, even though you may be impressed by the qualifications and so forth of candidates, other candidates. What you need to do, if you want this good administration to continue, if you want Cayman to remain safe and prosperous, is to vote for the team that has brought you so far. And therefore, even though John John is not a member of the Progressive Party, he has been a member of the government yes. which has been led by the Progressives. And I want you to give him your support and your endorsement to continue to work with us over the course of this election and through the next term, where I hope to be not the Premier or the Deputy Premier, but a minister along him, alongside him, to take us through the next I, I thank you for your welcome, I thank you for your love, I thank you for your attention, and I bid you good night. Lord have mercy. Don't vote for someone who's brilliant. Don't vote for someone who's intelligent. No, folks, vote for the jackasses and the donkeys that have unfortunately been elected in the last election. Continue to vote for those individuals who are going to sit down telling you about the moon. That's what we want. A very special connection with the moon. <laughs> I was born in July 1969, and everybody knows what happened then. The first man went on the moon in the month I was born, July 1969. The thing about the moon is that we have more energy. We feel more extroverted and connected to our partners and have more interest in sex due to our gravitational pull of the moon and earth and the consequent energy released during this time. If you didn't know, a full moon increases women's sexual desire. The lunar cycle seems to affect women of all shapes and sizes. So I'm just saying, pay attention to the moon and bring up these totals. And by the way, this is not irresponsible. This is about saving a nation. All right, folks, save a nation by continuing to put in the less intelligent people just because this premier wishes to keep his government together and listen to what he says to you. Oh, I'm not, I don't want to be premier again. Well, first of all, you can't be again. So we know what the constitution says, sir. 
and you dare not touch that and change that. Um, oh, I don't even want to be deputy premier. I just want to be a minister. I want to continue making $14,000 a month. Aha. Uh -huh. But I'm going to ignore the people when it comes to the cruise port. I'm going to ignore the people when it comes to Smith, Brackard Air, and the other long list of things that we're going to be discussing between now and May the 26th. Folks, as Johan Maximal would say, you better stay woke. If you are not awake and you're not listening to what the premier just said last night, my God, are you serious? Are you kidding me? Wow. So he's the only person, him and the progressives and the other jackasses and donkeys that, you know, he can drag in there. They're the only ones who are able to run this country, a country full of some of the most brilliant and intelligent Caymanians anywhere. But no, he's the only one who's capable, him and his progressive party, who, by the way, did not even win a majority of votes in the last election. The people sent a message last time by removing three of his ministers. But folks, I'm going to tell you the problem. The problem is, and I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. I'm going to bring our guest in the studio here in a minute. We continue to not recognize that you cannot kill a snake without chopping the head off. And the head of this snake is Alden McLaughlin. So folks, drum roll, please. Where, where's my little, hold on here now. Where's my air horn? Oh, let me not forget, you have an opportunity to win a mug. So this is it now. Who do you think has the balls, has the gumption to run against and I dare say beat Alden McLaughlin in the beautiful district of Red Bay. Let's hear it. Any takes on who you think this special guest is? I've dropped a couple of hints over the last couple of days and everybody has been guessing. Some of you were guessing Johan Moxham. I can say it's not Johan. Marshall says he's talking about a committed team. Um, how are they committed or who are they committed to? Well, they're committed to each other and they're committed to staying in power. That's what they're committed to. Uh, he should be ashamed of himself for trying to fool the people with that garbage. Romelia says, Premier, sorry, rubbish you're talking. Vote them out. JD is here. Good morning, JD. Jo JD is almost speechless, says, Woosa. Uh, yes, Michael says it sounds like a pretty brainwashed crowd. It sure does. I heard there was only about 30 people there, so... Um, I guess they were making a lot of noise for 30 people. Uh, Johan says the God complex is real amongst their current leadership and the old guard. They need puppets that are grateful for a job and politics and a paycheck and perks of public office and government in order to push their agenda and serve their special interest groups that own and control the current leadership. Shots fired, folks. Stay woke. Marshall says the moon energy isn't working for him. He's on his second marriage. Oh, look. Lord have mercy. Not, Marshall, you need to stop it. Not just a second marriage, but that one has already disintegrated. That one is out the door. They're not talking about it yet, but we the people know what's going on even in bottom down. Yeah, that one is over. They probably won't file the papers until he doesn't get back in. And then when she's not getting that $13,000 a month and he says has all this pension money to pay for his employees through his company, uh, she might just say, I'm done, dude. I'm so done. Um, oh, the first one out of the barn, Jewel Hides, guess Sammy Jackson. Well, guess what, folks? Jewel, you are a winner. You've been hired. It is Sammy Jackson. 
You are going to get your mug, my friend. Well, you were going to get one anyway. Jewel, why you couldn't let somebody else win it? Cha. JD says, is it Kirk, eh? <laughs> no. Sammy. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm so pumped this morning. I got to tell you, I'm excited. I, I know. I've seen you work in the crowd. Um, <laughs> good morning, everyone. And a lot of people, Sammy, were messaging me over the last couple of days. Who is it? Like I said, they were guessing all over the map. And uh, the most important thing, though, is they were just excited that Alden was going to have a viable challenger. So I had someone say to me this morning, they actually live in the Savannah area. And they said they didn't even know who was running. They said, I may just have to move to, rest, um, to Red Bay for the election. And I laughed. So welcome to the Cold Hard Truth. Thank you, Sandra. Um, we we appreciate it. Yes, sir. Tell us, what, what is this? This is amazing. Well, for those who don't know me, my name is Samuel Jackson. Everyone calls me Sammy, which I'm fine with. Um, and I'm pleased to declare my intention to compete for the candidacy of the Electoral District of Red Bay in the upcoming general elections. Now, some folks might want to know why, why Red Bay? Um, I can tell you that late last year, I made, I finally made the decision. For years, I've been assisting in the in the background um, uh, with political initiatives, drafting motions for members of parliament and that sort of thing. And I, I was happy to do that. But I realized in December um, that maybe it was time for me to step up and and help in a, in, in a direct manner. Uh, and I then went through the process of deciding where to go. I, I, I looked at West Bay South, where I originally come from, although I've lived all over the, the country now. Um, and then a lot of folks from the, or not a lot, but a, a group of friends and concerned citizens in the Red Bay area contacted me um, and mentioned that they were concerned that the premier would go unchallenged um, in the upcoming election. They felt that they hadn't gotten any representation since the last election. Um, he seemed to have distanced himself from them, and it, and it's been fairly obvious to me um, that the Red Bay, Red Bay district is one of those districts that seems to have been simply left behind. Sort of the middle of the island, everybody passes it by. Um, there's no nothing going on there really, and um, I felt a tug of conscience and said, you know what. I'm a Caymanian. It, it doesn't matter where I run in, K, in, in Cayman. I, 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 as far as I'm concerned, I love all my people equally. Uh, I love this country. I want to. I have nowhere else to go. Um, and if that is, is is my calling, then so be it. And I, I, I looked at the list and I realized, wait, wait a minute. There's a lot of folks in here that I know. And 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 um, going through that process, I, I started reaching out and was pleasantly surprised by the positive response I got. So that ultimately led to me making the decision just this past weekend. Um, and I know I have some catching up to do. Uh, I'm kind of late to the game, but uh, I intend to do my utmost best, as I always have done, to represent the people of Red Bay, um, uh, first and foremost. And, and similarly, at the same time, the people of Grand Cayman and the Cayman Islands at large. Now, they... Problem and uh, the problems I see immediately evident with Red Bay are things like you know traffic. There are challenges. That's what folks are telling me. Traffic is a serious problem. 
crime is a serious problem. They have pockets, uh, areas where folks go to uh, to do all sorts of nefarious things. The police are struggling with that. Um, there is a profound absence of, of parks and green areas and public spaces and proper sidewalks and those sort of sort of you know public amenities that you, you know go to make a, a community function and 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 it's it's sad to see that um and these folks are really crying out for help and my conscience just could, wouldn't allow me to see them who folks who are who I know um who are saying they don't have representation they, that they have no choice um not even a, an option of any sort mm -hmm. uh for the for, for their electoral district so that that made the decision for me sandra and um after that it was um a matter of me gearing up uh, mm -hmm. which i'm doing in the process of doing and i will in the coming weeks be reaching out and going to meet uh with Anyone who wants to meet with me, I will, I will be pounded to the ground, as we say. Um, it's 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 new to me, um, but I but rest assured, I will be listening. I will be mm -hmm. interacting with the public, um, and if when May comes, I am selected, I will take that job as seriously as I, I've taken any other job been, that has been given to me. Um, uh, especially so because I would then have a sworn constitutional duty to serve th those folks. And I will do my endeavor best to make sure that their concerns are met. I will not use them as creatures of convenience to ascend to parliament, to prosecute all sorts of, you know, hidden agendas and, uh, and, and support special interest projects while their needs go unattended. Uh, and that is what has happened to those folks. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that, um, and and they're not the only district. And I'm, I'm I suppose this didn't come as a surprise, you know, because if truth be told, we should actually. I think we all know, we all remember what happened right before the last election, mm -hmm. that Mr. McLaughlin switched from Prospect to Red Bay out of convenience, or sorry, from Central to Red Bay out of convenience, mm -hmm. even though he lives in Prospect. Um, so he sort of went. It's it's a it's a it was an exercise of convenience for him. It's mm -hmm. not an exercise of convenience for me because it's going to be harder for me to to win over folks that might not necessarily know me. Although mm -hmm. a, 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 certainly a large section of that electoral district does know me, um, but if if that is the kind of antics you get up to before an election, um, then you cannot expect any better. We knew who Alden McLaughlin was long before the folks at Red Bay were, you know, um, forced to, I'll say that, um, select him as their candidate last time around. And if you look at numbers, you'll see that there are a lot of folks didn't turn up to even vote. And that's also something that I that I heard. Folks were saying to me, you know what? If we don't have a choice, we won't even go to vote. We're so, you know, you know um, we feel so disenfranchised. We, we, we're some completely disappointed. And we need somebody to represent us, um, and 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 there it is. Now, <laughs> one of the things that surprised me because I didn't hear about it, and this is really peculiar because I I, I operate. Look, my practice um, is primarily in real estate development, etc., and I have represented both developers and objectors, and I've given advice to everyone from 
the little man in West Bay who needs his land subdivided to, you know, the Commander Bay folks from time to time. I don't have any standing retainer with anyone, and I've kept it that way so that I can represent. When folks pay me to hire me to represent them, that is who I represent. I know that a lot of folks might think that I'm a big developer rep because that's that's that was a, a something that was promoted for a while. But I can I can assure you that I've represented more folks who have protested development than those who have um, secured planning permission to develop land but what i we're gonna what, sorry sammy we're gonna get into all those little details here in a second but let's just read some comments okay. because people are super excited first of all just going back a little bit uh louise says drum roll please uh eden jokingly said skylar max arrest me 2021 <laughs> we got a better choice than that i can assure you uh diamond princess thank you for tuning in jennifer gale thank you Romilia says, God help us. I pray for exposing the corruption, rebuke and remove it, replace them with God-fearing leaders who will look to him for guidance and advice. Donovan chimes in as a former, I don't know, Donovan, are you still a PPM member or have you resigned like me, child? I resigned many moons ago. But Donovan says, Alden thinks the people of Cayman are politically illiterate. Why does he ever? Um, Eden is congratulating Jewel on winning her coffee mug. So Jewel says, good morning, my friend. Wish you were running in West, but we'll push my Red Bay peeps to vote for you. Let's do this. Uh, Karen says, Donovan, so a man thinketh a man is. Wow. You better believe that because the words are coming out of his mouth. Michael, joining us from West Bay, tunes in. The country basically ran itself up until a pandemic, which exposed a lot of weaknesses in this government. Whatever success the country has seen since the pandemic, is primarily due to the resilience of the Caymanian people. Yeah, I agree, I agree too. Uh, Johan says, get the popcorn ready. There's going to be a lot of fireworks in West Bay. Yes, pop that off. Uh, Johan says, a quality candidate to challenge Alden McLaughlin in Red Bay. Thank you, Sammy Jackson, for stepping up and good luck. Um, Selena is excited about this. She says, a man with true moral conviction and integrity Karina says hope is on the horizon. Wow. Uh, Carrie, we're going to get to some questions here in a bit. Um, so Carrie has the same question for every single candidate. So we will get to that here in a second. He's committed to his topics. Um, JD is talking about Bitcoin. Uh, Diane says, good morning. I wish I could vote for whomever I wish, but my registered area is bought in town. I don't know you, but I would vote for you. Your words are sound. Thank you, Diane. You've got friends in Red Bay, people. This is where we need to galvanize our efforts. Um, get out there and encourage your friends to vote for the most qualified person. I'm going to tell you what the premier just said not to do. I'm going to tell you to do. Yes, vote for people based on their qualifications, based on their experience, based on their convictions, based on their morality. All of those things, folks, are important because it will dictate the policies that when they get in there, that they will be um, shaping and advocating for and putting in place that impacts the lives of the people. So good morning, Olivia. Good morning, Barbara. Hi, Yasmin. Um, Yasmin says there's going to be a lot of change. Well, I'm telling you, I already see at least four changes people getting out. But here is my thing. Once again, if you're not cutting the snake off at the head, you saw what happened last time. He will reformulate and reform himself. So Sammy uh, Eden says, 
Thank you, Mr. Sammy, for stepping up. If you were an MP, would you support the vote of no confidence against the speaker? And would you support stopping the huge secret concession to luxury developers? So give me one second, Sammy. Hold that question, Eden. We're going to come back. El Ray says, thank you, Sammy, for stepping up. You have my full support. I know you're definitely worthy um, of being a member of parliament. Um, oh, gosh, we have a scammer here in the thread. Um, you know, it's always a hot day when the scammers show up. So let's just delete and block that person. Um, Marva, let me see, where's that comment? Uh, Marva says, um, I never supported the one man, one vote process because we know it, it would be abused. And eventually, especially by this government, I certainly supported the old version. If not, um, would not have supported voting for 19, would have now supported voting for 19 persons, one for each constituent. So she's talking about a national vote. <coughs> Sorry. Omeria says, woohoo! Wonderful young man. Six votes in my house. May the best man get them. So, Omeria, are you in Red Bay? Because if that's the case, Sammy will be in touch with you. Good morning, Sherry Ann. She's having a good laugh. Mm hmm. But Shirley says, Good morning, beautiful people. What, what? Best news I've heard in a long time. Happy dance happening right now. Thank you, Sammy. A lot of people. Sammy are really, really happy about this. Um, in fact, let me share an offline comment with you. This person says, I'm definitely moving to, to Red Bay. Love Sammy. He is the best. Well, unfortunately, you can move, but you wouldn't be able to vote in this election because um, the electors list for May is already closed off. But we've got friends. We've got family members in Red Bay. Tell them how you feel, honey, shall. Uh, Barbara says, no more coffee for me until I get my mug. Barbara, link up, link up. I got your mug ready. Marcus says, if candidates can jump districts to run for election, can I jump districts to vote? Because I will give my vote to Sammy Jackson without hesitation. Um, yeah, well, Marcus, you know, the interesting thing is there's no restriction on where a person can run for office. Um, so I guess technically there's no such thing as jumping districts, but you can run anywhere. And uh, your point is taken in terms of being able to vote anywhere as well. I get that. Um, yes, El Ray, I saw that comment deleted and blocked. Thank you very much. Uh, Monique says, finally, a change for Red Bay. You people are going to have options. Cassandra, link up for your mug. That Cassandra and Barbara are the same person, by the way. Um, Larry's her, her brother-in-law from New York, so he calls her Cassandra. Um, yes, Monique. People are excited. Dasa's fantastic. Congratulations. Grab the wheel. So we have a few questions coming in. But before we get to those questions, because the last question Eden proposed, um, let us be very, very familiar with what the premier's position is when it comes to a vote of no confidence. So let's watch that video first. Was, was and remain absolutely certain that an effort on her part to remove Mr. Bush would have, and, and probably even now, would, would trigger a collapse of the government. Is much more important, obviously, than what this victim endured and what she went through. So you can assault a woman in the Cayman Islands, you can beat the shit out of a woman, you can assault her three times in 20 minutes, throwing what the court referred to as weapons at her, including at her head, you can cause her physical, emotional, and psychological harm 
And all of that is okay. But if you dare be accused of fraud or theft, ooh, that's a capital offense. You can't do that. That's a whole other story, folks. And it's like, really, Alden? Why do you not care about the women in your community? And if they're being abused or beaten up by the Speaker of the House? Is there something in your own history that perhaps has made you um, less likely to sympathize with women? I'm just curious, because you know the streets talk all the time, Alden. We know what the streets have said about your relationship with women, including your own wife. And I'm just curious, could there be any truth to those rumors? Could that possibly explain uh, your, you know, non-committal? to standing for the right thing at a time like this? Do you not think that this story has caused us significant reputational damage as well? The current premier, Alden McLaughlin, says that he will not remove him just because he does not want his government to fall apart. Are you guys listening to what I'm saying here this morning? This is just unbelievable. <laughs> So, so. <laughs> folks there you have it um in his own words he's not willing to remove mr bush uh all because of politics he wants to keep this government together he is so desperate to keep this government together and by extension as he just said last night to get himself a ministerial position because that's the next best thing um that he will do anything he will throw women in this community under the bus. He will throw, you know, the average Joe under the bus, the average Ebanks under the bus. He just doesn't care because it's all about him and his government. And it's unfortunate, but listen, folks, you've got a good option here. You've got a good choice here. And I really hope um, that you guys will consider Sammy Jackson. Now, Sammy, tell us no mincing of words because we saw earlier in the week on this program, people just want to hear the cold, hard truth. If you mince your words on this topic, especially, people are going to say, get the hell out of the studio. So tell us straight up, when it comes to, if you were an MP, supporting the vote of no confidence against the speaker, where do you stand? Absolutely. I, I would definitely support it. Um, it, it. I mean, if you follow the precedent set by the premier himself back in 2012, when McKeever was arrested for uh, a credit card um, defalcation or, 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 or misuse of credit card, and some mm -hmm. um, strange charges for importing explosives. The minute he was he was charged, he was challenged by the by the the premier, um, who was then the leader of the opposition, and he had no regard whatsoever for dismantling that government and reducing it to the status of what he called uh, quote unquote to me. He he said this a lame duck government, um, and that was he that he delivered that that statement to me when I was asking him why, what his position was in regards to a certain piece of legislation, that he would not support any legislative move on anything of importance when there was a leaned up government. That told me that he had no regard then for dismantling a government on the basis of an arrest for a much, mo much more minor offense than abusing the woman, especially in the way that she was abused. And I have a lot to say about what I think transpired there. And so the answer to that question is, yes, absolutely. I think Mr. Bush should have the decency, right? And the moral conviction 
uh, especially as Speaker of the House, to have stepped down already. I would have expected that of him. I, you know, I, I know him all my life. I cannot believe that, th that these folks are so desperate to cling to power that they have no shame, no regard for, for the image that they portray across the globe. We're talking about presenting ourselves to the world on the world stage as this, this solid investment jurisdiction. And we have that kind of a criminal convicted of abusing a woman in public mm -hmm. presiding over the house. His position in the LA is comparable to the chief justice in the judiciary. His role in parliament is so important. He must be beyond reproach. He, he, you know, he must exercise independence, even though he's part of this nebulous unity government thing that him and Alden, his nemesis, created after the last election, purely out of convenience. So everything that Alden has done to date is out of convenience. He ran in Red Bay for out of convenience. He challenged McKeever in 2012 out of political expediency and convenience. And now he's saying that he can't remove McKeever, even though he has the numbers to do so, especially with this, this now open support of the opposition. Um, because he will dismantle, it could potentially dismantle his government. Not that it would, because unless my maths are wrong, I'm not good at math, but I can count to 10. He, even if Mr. Bush's, um, sorry, get Mr. Cap Eugene goes along with McKeever, he, I, by my count, Alden would still have 10. That's a majority in 19, right? So what is this talk about dismantling the government? He reduced McKeever's government to ashes when he, when he challenged him when it was convenient for him back in 2012. But now he can't do so. Mm -hmm. this, this, is, this, is, this is just one more um, instance of Alden looking out for Alden. Mm -hmm. That's what he's all about. Anybody that knows him, as certainly as well as I know him, un can understands that he his ego does not permit him space to think about much else other than himself. It's as simple as that. Second part of that question, Sammy, would you support stopping the huge secret concessions to luxury developers? Absolutely. It's crazy. First of all, I've said it publicly already. And may, it, it may well be that some, some clients or former clients of mine might get their nose out of the joint, but I don't care. Secret deals done with government that result in shortfalls in, in, in revenue that could potentially in, inevitably lead to tax increases. It, as far as I'm concerned, that should be done in the public domain and it should be rational, proportionate and justifiable. You cannot have this is a, this country enjoys. And I know this from practice. One of the it's one of the easiest jurisdictions. And we have done everything, especially this administration and its predecessor administration has done everything to create a smooth glide path to planning permission for large scale projects. They remove provisions from the planning law that we had put in place back in the late 90s to ensure that large scale projects required certain uh, another layer of um, planning approval through a, a separate board. Instead of enhancing that, it had some birth defects, let's say that, but instead of actually enhancing that and, and improving our legislation, they have created a platform where, based on my understanding, what happens is, and this is based on admissions made by the current planning minister in parliament, People go meet with, with directly with politicians, negotiate deals directly with politicians. And we're, we're told that they're commercialist sensitive. Hmm. Com what does that mean? Mm -hmm. You're talking about public funds here. You're talking about serious 
potential disastrous impacts on the revenues of this country? How in God's name can you have the nerve to stand in our parliament and tell, offer that as an explanation for why you can't share the, the gory details of these secret deals? And we, I've seen one, one or two of them. I had a client that had to file an FOI lawsuit. You know, the FOI law, that one that Alden just recently got it to make it less useful. Mm-hmm. The, they, they filed the FOI and they got the, the, the thing. And when we looked at it, it was millions and millions of dollars of concessions. Right? Mm-hmm. Practically open-ended. We've been, been hearing that, that about many projects. So I'll ask this question. If you're going to approve projects, right, without them paying the usual planning fees, without them paying meaningful infrastructure impact fees, Without with them getting import due to waivers, um, and and um, potential stamp duty waivers, although I've not heard of any specific instance of that. If you are going to give up basically the revenue stream, or a large a large part of it from these developments, and if the, those especially if those concessions are granted to some Johnny come lately who comes steps off of clean and declares himself to be a developer and a public investor, then you give him an LL, LCCL. Right, a local company's control law license exempting them from the trade and business license law, not only for the development but for mm-hmm. real estate. So you have all these real estate, and you have you have all these established developers on island, a lot of whom never couldn't even dare to ask for a concession package. A lot of them have a conscience, right? And um, mm-hmm. because they're here living in this country, you get you, you they they don't get it. But folks can come step off an airplane, get go go and meet Mr. Hugh or whoever they meet, negotiate a deal get a, 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 a huge concession package, waiver of, of all these fees, and then they build a development that benefits them. And all we get is the trickle down from the construction industry. Well, how many Caymanians do you think working in the construction industry? Right? Mm-hmm. And we got so much building going on that all the construction um, companies are completely um, overloaded with work. So you get new construction companies. You, you, don't, you don't need to, uh, to be a genius to figure out that if you continue with that, you're not none of this development is benefiting Cayman. And the thing about development is, is that it is permanent. And in case you never noticed, we got a very small island, 76 square miles, um, most of which has already been developed or, or the developable land. So we have a known, a, a definitive platform to build on. What happens when that's all developed and sold for the benefit of others? And Cayman is a left holding the bag and, and have to come up with the revenues somehow to pay all of the infrastructure all the infrastructural impacts as every one of these large developments lead to increase in the need for additional roads additional sewage additional water all those sorts of things mm-hmm. uh, if, we're not, if we're not looking at that we're not doing planning properly here's the sad thing out Sandra again mm-hmm. from particular area practice we've had a development plan Alden says he has no plan but what he doesn't seem to know or will not acknowledge probably it, from 1977, we had a development plan. We enhanced it in 1997. I suggest him and all those around him go and read that. That's wow. the plan. And we should be working on enhancing that because it's based on legislation that is from around 1947 or so. There's lots of ideas that I have about legislative change that will take this country forward, I believe, in a meaningful way. And we don't need to reinvent the wheel. We don't need to do anything drastic. We just need folks to understand, yes, you can come here and you can develop, but it's going to be sustainable environmentally and economically, and it's going to benefit the welfare 
of the people of the Cayman Islands. Mm -hmm. That's what the development plan says is the primary objective of that plan. Oh, we've we've moved away from that. Uh, for what? Short-term benefits for a handful of special interests? Mm-hmm. Well, um, Sammy, you, you've said a lot this morning, trust me, but don't worry. Um, Sammy will be here every week, folks, um, answering your questions. Uh, we do have one more question here from Mr. Kerry. And again, he's asking this of all of the candidates. How do you feel about universal health care, uh, a national lottery to pay for it that will be put uh, into the Constitution and for health care only? And where do you stand on the regulation of Bitcoin? So quite a few questions bundled into one. So let's start with universal health care. What are your thoughts on universal health care? I think we, we seriously need a, a revamping of the, the health care model we have in Cayman. I don't know what the, the term universal health care has been banded about. There's many different ideologies that have attached itself to that. Um, but one thing is for sure, every single Caymanian needs to have direct and immediate access to um, urgent health care critical health care, the way we used to have back in the 70s when I was growing up here, right? Uh, I think what needs to happen is the health services authority needs to become more of a regulatory authority and stop providing services. And it needs to, the, the, all of this, the, the authorities, all of the statutory authorities are now required by the public authorities law that we just introduced and delayed the activation of for two years. But it came into effect in 2019. I suggest I would suggest the government we look at making sure that we're not breaching the provisions of that law, and mm -hmm. we restructure all of these authorities, and then we can talk about how, what does that mean for for healthcare, universal healthcare. I, I support that, if it, but I don't know enough about healthcare myself to opine on any, any specific aspect of it. The national lottery thing has always been a thorny issue. I personally don't have a problem with a national lottery as long as we don't have wholesale gambling and casinos and all that. Because mm -hmm. God, God knows what that brings. We've seen enough of that. Um, mm -hmm. um, as far as putting those things in the Constitution, I do not believe they belong in the Constitution. Mm -hmm. um, but certainly we need legislation because th things like healthcare, for example, we need to be nimble. We need to be able to adapt. To, to challenges in the market in, in health insurance or whatever we may implement as part of that overall healthcare package. Uh, so we need it in legislation so that, so that it can be changed by the ordinary parliamentary process from time to time. Um, the national lottery, I wouldn't put in the, in the constitution obviously for obvious reasons. Um, and regulation of Bitcoin, I've been watching that and scratching my head for a while, um, but it is obviously a currency of some sort. So um, it needs to obviously be regulated in some manner. I think okay, very good. So, um, Sammy and to our listening public, we do have another guest who is uh, joining us in the studio. So <laughs> lots of questions coming in for you guys. Um, Sammy, thank you so much for coming on this morning. Folks, the mystery has been solved. We now know who the candidate is um, for the beautiful district of, um, of Red Bay. You've got an option. You've got a qualified option. Listen to me, folks. I don't care what anybody says. In the real world, your qualifications matter. Only in the Cayman Islands does the leader of the country tell you that the qualifications of a political candidate do not matter. It doesn't matter if they're brilliant, if they're intelligent, if they're honest. He's basically telling you none of that matters. And I'm telling you, it does matter. 
Just like when you go to a regular job, if your employer says none of that matters, why would you be applying for the job? They'd give it to whomever. And that's part of the problem now. So, um, Sammy, thank you so much for putting your hat in the ring. I think it's obvious that you have a lot of supporters. I have people private messaging me, young individuals, civil servants who are saying they're so excited. They're saying, I'll send some friends contacts for Sammy that I have in Red Bay so that you can reach out to those individuals. I'm sure Sammy will be having a lot of meetings, meet and greets. So pay attention, folks. We'll bring you all of the election news here on, of course, your only election headquarter, but the best, uh, Cayman Mall Road. Uh, Nikki says, um, first of all, El Ray says, I'm sure, I'm quite sure words have gotten around, uh, word has gotten around about the concessions we give. So every developer who comes here is expecting those. Um, uh, Johan agrees. Nikki says, I hope whoever gets in this time Mm -hmm. around makes it mandatory gold to try and fix this ASAP, put whatever issues they have aside and work properly together. Us young Caymanians are tired of not being able to buy something to call our own because people who are in now are selling every little thing that we have left. Change is needed. Ms. Beulah says too much greed and corruption in this current government. Hashtag vote them out. Lots of hashtags going around. Hashtag release the video. Hashtag very woke. And if you're not awake, you need to wake up. Eden says, thank you, Sammy, for making a, taking a clear stand. Very refreshing. Great points on serious issues and the scope of change needed to help Kimanta heal and improve for future generations. Marshall says, Sammy's the man for West Bay, for Red Bay. Sorry. <laughs> I wish him all the best in the upcoming elections. Marshall, of course, is joining us from North Carolina. So spread the word near and far. Johan says, Mr. Jackson, talk the things then. Uh, your openness and honesty is refreshing. Red Bay has a real alternative to the incumbent who has lost his way. Wow. Well, his horse, is, he said, don't change horses while you're midstream. But I think his horse has faltered on them and probably going downstream or something. So he might want to change his horse now. Or the country might. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, um, this reminds me of Mark Twain's old adage. Um, politicians like diapers ought to be changed often and for the same reason. You know, it's, it's wow. as simple as that. No, you should be, there's, there's certain things, Sandra, we shouldn't recycle. Yes. And I don't intend to spend my life in, the, in Parliament. I, it's, a, it's a sacrifice for me. Yes. And I'm, I'm willing to make that sacrifice to, make, to bring about change. And I intend to work with anyone who genuinely engages on the issues on the basis of meritocracy and not convenience or association with special interests and all those foolishness that has brought us to the point where we are right now, which is a sad state. Karina says, Sammy Jackson for Red Bay. Uh, Julie says, don't worry, friend. Enough of us know what is going on. Well, you got to make sure that on May the 26th, you show that. Denise, good morning. Thank you for watching. Diane says the national lottery would be good as long as it's monitored. Lots of cash pots are on island, and this revenue would benefit or increase the coffers of government. Romelia says, I'm sorry, but all party systems need to go. They're clearly not for our people or people... um, is not at the heart of those, and it's very sad. Well, I tell you what, uh, Romelia, the people have spoken already, and the CDP or whatever is left of it, the remnants of that organization, is they're pretty much defunct. Like, I don't even see them having um, 
a caucus or whatever they do in an annual conference or whatever. I don't even see that happening to be quite frank and honest. So they're done for. The last one we need to get rid of is called the progressives. And so folks start working on it. Uh, Selena, um, hashtag Daniela change is coming. Yes, indeed. Selena says, Sammy is a change that K-Man needs. Hi, Tracy. Tracy says, if you don't stop and take a look at our mistakes, we continue to make them. Failure to plan is planning to fail. Government needs a firm plan for the future um, and those of our islands. Uh, Carrie, thank you so much. Um, a little bit expanding about the national lottery and health. Uh, Diane talks about concessions for developers who already have money is not fair. What happened to the medical retired workers who are struggling to survive due to not being able to work a full-time job and our retirees, Diane, don't forget. Uh, Daniela says, Sammy, you are hundred percent correct because they're full of shit. Let me, let me get my buzzer button here. <laughs> Unique Ken Ken says, love how you talk, Sammy. You have my vote. Uh, Unique, uh, send us your details so we can make sure that Sammy reaches out to you directly. Daniela says it would be, it would get their itchy fingers some extra money to waste. Um, how can people reach you, Sammy? Contact details, email address for the campaign. Uh, I haven't got the email address yet. So, certainly. Okay. So um, Sammy will send out all of those details. The story is going to go live, folks, uh, a little bit later on this morning. And we do have another candidate from guess where? You guys got to guess this one. A female candidate who has taken this election by storm already. And people are like, we are voting for her. Trust me, it is hot on the election trail. So let's see who guesses this one. Um, Iva says, you go, Mr. Sammy, all the best. Any, any takes? We got some mugs and some pocket sockets. By the way, folks, while Sammy was talking, our good trusted friend, Mr. Aguti, went by. And this time, I don't know what was going on with him this time. He's very, he was very fast today, but he actually first moved very, very slowly and he stopped. And I saw him out of the peripheral of my eye. And I'm like, oh my God, he's here. And then something spooked him, probably those crazy chickens that are also in the yard. And he kind of ran around a little bit and then he went hopping off. I wish I'd gotten that one on video. I keep trying to grab him on video because I tell you every single morning, like clockwork, it's not a precise time, but he is a very reliable agouti. He goes running through the front yard to go wherever he needs to go. Uh, more reliable than the average politician. I got to tell you the truth. Marshall says from Prospect. No, Wanda, it's not Perlina. Anybody else? Aguti's predicting the winners. Yes, <laughs> I think so. I think so. He's like the, um, what? what's the, um, is it an eel or something that they use every Super Bowl Sunday that somehow manages to predict exactly who's going to win the Super Bowl? Um, it's an eel or an octopus, some, some octopus. sea creature. It's an octopus, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's football, though. It's, it's um, real football. Yeah. Yes. So, so um, he seems to predict um, the Super Bowl winners like every single year. It's so incredibly funny. Um, an octopus. Yes. Well, guess what? Who is joining us? None other than the lovely Sabrina Turner. Sabrina, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Hi, good morning, everybody. Congratulations, Mr. Jackson. Thank you, same to you. And you know, I am a voter in Red Bay. 
Oh, ah, yes, I am a voter in Red Bay, and definitely I want to hear lots more about what you have to say. And, and, and I think you kicked it off on a very a good foot this morning. Awesome. Um, Irvlin says, Gina, will you, honey, Chan, please go sit down, Irvlin. You need to behave. You're going <laughs> to lose your mug at this point. Give me that mug back. <laughs> Irvlin said earlier that her mug is keeping her tea very hot today. Um, no, uh, we've not actually really heard from Gina. Um, she did her declaration a number of months ago, to be honest. I think last week she just sent a flyer to said vote for Gina, but we've not heard from her. So I, I, listen, I, I can't, you know, hello. I, I'm with the winners here. Sammy, uh, thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Um, again, folks, Sammy will be joining us on Friday. So this is an exciting um, discussion and something to look forward to every single Friday. Keep it locked here to Cayman Mall Road, folks, because I think Wednesdays, it's definitely going to be West Bay Wednesdays and Fridays will be for some of the Georgetown crew. Um, obviously, Tuesdays, um, Kenneth comes on and he's also, you know, Georgetown Central. But yes, Sammy, have a good day. And uh, we'll get all of his details out um, in the press release a bit later on today where you guys can contact him. His social media accounts and stuff will go live. Um, so again, congratulations, Sammy. I think, you know, people are just super excited um, to have you announced today. And the district is the right district for you. Thank you, Sandra. Thanks for having me. And good luck to Sabrina. Thank you. Likewise. Talk soon. All right, my dear. So there you have it. The Sammy Jackson. He's an attorney at law. Samuel Jackson. So when you go to the polls, remember, folks, you got to know people's correct names because uh, that's what show up on the ballot. So it is Samuel, a.k.a. Sammy Jackson. And uh, yes, he will be taking on the premiere in the district of Red Bay. And right next to Red Bay is the beautiful district of Prospect. So um, Sabrina is here. Good morning, Sabrina. You are representing Prospect already, as far as I'm concerned, because the Thank talk you. on the street, girl, let me tell you, honey child, everywhere I go, people are like, Sabrina, Sabrina, Sabrina is going to kick somebody's butt. I mean, everywhere from my aunt all the way in Georgetown Central to people in East End and North Side, everyone is like, Sabrina is the person to, she, you know, she's the person to watch in this election. Well, so I'm, I'm I thank you. And I'm humbled at the um, response in all honesty that I have gotten um, for those uh, persons who attended the meeting, my first meeting last week, Thursday. And um, for all of the well wishes that I've received, Sandra, it is amazing um, how I've been received thus far. Now, not taking that for granted any by any means, mm -hmm. I intend to keep that momentum. So people will be hearing a lot more from me either personally in their homes, which I have been doing, or in my community meetings, which um, on, on smaller scales and then bigger scales as of next week. Um, but you, I have a Facebook page. You can share those links. Um, you know, at, I hope that you can share those links for me um, during this conversation this morning uh, so that people can keep abreast of where I will be because I the next public meeting is scheduled for February 25th. And that will be at Mac Russ. That's Mac Russ off Marina Drive. That's the next public meeting. But I'll be having other small yard meetings that are not public meetings as such, like complex meetings. It's kicking off as early as next week. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. So Sabrina has hit the ground running, folks. She had her first meeting last week. Let's talk a little bit, um, Sabrina, about that first meeting because it was very well received. Um, and I mean, the buzz was on the second that meeting dropped. And for those of you who may have missed it, please uh, let me just remind you. I'm just going to pull this up here to show you guys. You can go on our um, social media page and give me one second here, Sabrina. I'm just going to show everyone how to do this. And you can go under the video section and you are able, good folks, to, um, here we go. We'll put this full screen. You're able to go to Cayman Mall Roads page, click on video. And then if you scroll down, we've organized them by um, playlist for you. So what that means is they're kind of cataloged, right? So that's the current show that's on right now. But you scroll down a little bit. Child, the computer and everything's a bit slow today. Here we go. Um, so just scroll down. Scroll down. It's still loading. Here we go. And then if you go to, um, we have election 2021. We have conversations with. So of course, Sabrina's conversations with is there. If you don't really know a whole lot about Sabrina and you'd like to learn a little bit more, this is her first conversations with interview. I know for sure we'll be doing at least one more uh, with Sabrina. So check that out. There's one there with Kathy Wilkes, uh, Catherine Wilkes, and there's Alric Lindsay. And then we also have um, the campaign 2021 segment, right? So here's Sabrina's video. It has 6.7 thousand views already. Folks, you can just click on that and then you're able to watch her first uh, meeting, her coming out meeting that she had last week, Thursday at the spots dock and it was well attended. Um, you got to hear people who know Sabrina, who've known her, some people her entire life, um, talk about her character, talk about the type of person that Sabrina is. Um, Sabrina's uh, meeting was very, very empowering in terms of women. And um, she's obviously, you know, running um, as a woman, you know, there's no two ways about that, but she is concerned about issues facing all of us but she definitely has a voice that is unique when it comes to women's issues. So the question this week, uh, Sabrina, that is on everybody's mind, and I must tell you, um, it's a hot topic, but it is that of a vote of no confidence against the premier. So everyone who has come on to the show this week has been asked the exact same question. If you were an MP right now, would you be voting um, for a vote of no confidence to remove Mr. McKeever Bush as Speaker of the House? Yes or no? Yes. No mincing the words there, folks. Yes, you heard it. Um, thank you so much for that very direct answer. Uh, Sue says, great news for Red Bay. Sammy Jackson is a strong candidate. Good guy, too. Daniela says, good morning, Sabrina. God bless you, hon. I'm so glad that you have uh, decided to run and winning. Jose, good morning to you. Jose says, good morning, Sabrina. Good morning. So um, good morning, good morning um, to you as well, Joey. So a lot of people are excited. Let's talk, um, Sabrina. Sorry, my, my strap here keeps falling down. Uh, let's talk about some of the issues uh, that you see facing your district that you are most concerned about. Um, I thought it was interesting, and for Sammy Jackson as well, um, both... Um, the premier, Mr. Adam McLaughlin and Austin Harris um, do not have an office space, a constituency office 
in their respective districts and they're side by side. So initially when they won and, and you know, um, Austin decided to form the government, my understanding was that they would actually be sharing resources and sharing an office. And then that never happened. Are you aware, has Red Bay ever had a constituency office? Not to the best of my knowledge, no. Wow. And you should know because you've been entrenched um, in the prospect, my apologies. You've been entrenched in the prospect community um, for over 10 years now. You've been working at the community level. You're very, very involved. And you know nothing about a constituency office for prospect or Red Bay. No, I don't. I've heard, I've had, I've heard chatter in the, let's say, early of 2017 after the elections, but I yeah. don't think anything came to fruition. And to the best of my knowledge, there is no official um, constituency office in between either of those constituencies. That's crazy. Um, what What is your take on that in terms of what you intend to do? Will you be having an office in your constituency? And if so, you know, why do you think that's important? Yes, I, I do plan to have an office within the constituency, even if it's not directly in the prospect, because it's it's saturated residential. I have been working um, very hard, asking friends, neighbors, and personally um, looking for a place to set up a campaign headquarters, even if it was a home that had a nice yard, looking at it long-term. Uh, once the people see me as their choice, that would be some place where we could always meet and it would be a four-year definite lock-in. Now, the closest other location to the two constituencies and, and prospect commercial-wise would really be the Grand Harbor area. And um, myself and, and, and my committee is in talks with, with the necessary persons uh, within the Grand Harbor area, um, hoping to get something in short order. But it is nothing um, that is off the table. That was actually one of the first things that I wanted to establish in order to show the people of Prospect um, my true intent and, and commitment to them in having that place where they could come easy within the electoral district to come and speak. And, and I'm appealing to anyone who may see this video, who's hearing this, this, um, this appeal right now, that I am looking for a place within the area, hopefully a yard, uh, a single dwelling, that you know someone would want long-term rental because I'm in it to win it and it's going to be for four years, for sure. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Marshall, um, oh, Jose, my apologies, says, no, I live there and I'm not even sure who the representative is. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> well, there will be no secret there, Mr. Kirchman. I have, I've always been on the ground. Uh, and my apologies from and not speaking on behalf of the current executive body of the Red Bay Prospect Community Group, um, but under my leadership, that area, the Spots Newlands area part of Prospect to which our group represented, was actually heading that way to further push our initiative and our mission as a community group. And um, because of COVID and lack of manpower, everything pretty much came at a halt when we were actually getting in that area. So it's not that the Spots Newlands Road area of Prospect Electoral District was it by any means forgotten. We were actually working our way there, hitting the pavement running to promote our initiatives. And we did that in the best way possible by trying to put persons on our community WhatsApp chat, 
going on various radio stations and shows to promote our efforts. So it wasn't that these people were by any means forgotten. It's just that COVID slowed everything down as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that's the representative he's talking about, honey child. He's talking about his elected MP. Um, Marshall, good morning. She's yeah, Marshall says, good morning, Sabrina. You got this. I know you care about the people in Prospect as well as the entire Cayman Islands. I wish you all the best in the upcoming election. Donovan is joining us from New York. Good morning, Donovan. Um, how are you? Donovan, did you see our video earlier where the premier was saying at, at John John's meeting last night to continue to vote for him, ignore qualifications and all the other good attributes that we should be considering. It's just important to keep this government together regardless of why or what they're offering. So regardless of the fact that um, your MP in Bodentown, Mr. Seymour, continues to not pay his employees their pension money, health insurance during COVID, the premier says none of that matters. Still vote him in. Cameron wants to know if Michael Miles has reached out to CMR. No, no, darling. I have not heard from Michael. Um, I think Michael, um, let me just go back and I can tell you. Um, he may have reached out to us when we did uh, when we did the initial press release on him. And that was last... Um, I think that was like September or something of last year, but no, I've not really heard from him in relation to this campaign. So no, um, I've heard from him. There was a statement I think that he issued in December, um, about his, um, setting the record straight in relation to, um, his business and something in relation to that. I'm just having a look at what's up, but no, we did an article about, um, uh, let me see here. We did an article about his, again, his business and the program that he offers students back in October. And, um, that's it. So, uh, you'd like to hear from him too. We, I'm sure we all would love to hear from him, but we haven't heard from him. So I don't know what to tell you there. Um, listen, folks, the platform is open to, um, but hopes he does also. Uh, the platform is open to anyone to come on. So uh, Cameron, you've given me an opportunity to really address this. Um, so let me make it very, very clear here, folks. Uh, candidates have the opportunity to come on at this particular time. Let's be very frank and very honest. You do have to pay to get airtime. So there is a pay to play model. Uh, before the election season kicked off, people could come on since we've been doing this program um, for the last couple of years, we've had two at least two shows a week. Now we have seven shows a week. They had the opportunity to come on and most of them were simply not taking advantage of it. So at this point, you've got to pay to got to pay to play. Um, having said that, you know, people want to hear from you and I think it's only fair to the voters that you um, take, make yourself available, come on to the program so that people can hear a little bit from you. It's no different than, than any other, um, you know, format that's out there. So if you want to go and cross talk, yes, they charge you for half an hour of time and um, you know, whatever other stations are out there that may be doing interviews. So 
Um, no word from a lot of them. It's not about endorsements. I want to be very, very clear here. Uh, anyone can come on. Uh, anyone can certainly pay to advertise on the website, social media. They can have their meetings live streamed. Those are services. We do have an election package that is available to all candidates. Now, an endorsement, a personal endorsement for me is a very different situation. And not for all the money in the world um, is an endorsement from me available. An endorsement from me is available, honestly, when I look at the candidates and I think to myself, if I was in that district, would I be voting for that person? And so I pay close attention to what the candidates are doing. We try to give you information on their track record, what they have done, what they haven't done. And um, I would be lying to you, which I'm not a liar, if I said that I am not more passionate about some people than others. And my passion is very evident, as you can see this morning. Um, and I think really... To be quite frank, that's my passion as an individual. That's me as a voter in this country. Someone who has a child, a Caymanian child, who has to remain in this country, who has to live here, and really wanting the best for this country. Any candidate can advertise on our platform. Anybody can send a video. This is where we stand at, you know, to reach our audience, because hello, we've got over 32,000 um, followers on Facebook alone and another 16 and a half on Instagram. Um, and our reach is amazing. Let me just tell you guys something about our reach. Um, this was something recently, you know, the reach fluctuates by week. Um, so I'm going to just quickly pull this up because this past week we had our, uh, social media and this is just Facebook reach has been close to a million people. Now, we don't have a million people in the Cayman Islands, so you might be thinking, well, how the heck is that possible? <laughs> the truth of the matter is our reach extends beyond the Cayman Islands. So we reach people all over the place. And sometimes it could just be a particular video that is really trending on our social media page um, that will help to increase our reach or that week's topics or whatever. So this particular week we had, and this is the first um the last 28 days is how Facebook does it. So this was taken, folks, on the first. And as you can see, our reach was up over 200%. We reached 992,204 people, almost like very close to a million people. And of those, the vast majority of people are engaging. So they're sharing our posts, they're liking our posts. They are doing the most um, in terms of our content. So I only share that to say this. If you are a political candidate, whether you feel like we are hard on you or not, and you want to reach the people of the Cayman Islands, surely CMR seems like the logical choice, but I think some of these people don't necessarily want to reach people, but we are definitely the logical choice, even when compared to the compass, let's just speak the facts here. Um, Facebook is very, very good with analytical information, and they allow you to compare yourself to other like pages or similar businesses, right? So we have our little chart here together where we put all the news um, providers here in Cayman, Compass, Luke Cayman, CNS, Crosstalk, and of course, um, Radio Cayman Choice, uh, which is Radio Cayman. And um, this is just for Facebook, right? So we see here, um, it's in order of who has the most page likes. So we have a lot of followers. Like I said, we have over 32,000 followers. Facebook does distinguish between followers and likes. So in terms of likes, we have 15.8 thousand. The Compass has 27.9 thousand. 
Um, I believe if you do the math, that's over 12,000 more likes than we do. And yet when it comes to engagement, so when it comes to people receiving the content, engaging with the content, liking, commenting, sharing, all that stuff counts as engagement, we beat the compass by over 200%. So people are more likely to engage with your message on CMR than the compass, which has way more reach. Well, reach in the sense that they have more likes, but they're not really reaching the people because the people don't tend to engage in their content. So take away from that what you will. But the bottom line, going back to Cameron's question and comment, is if someone is serious um, about reaching the people, whether you think you're going to get a personal endorsement from me, which is a very different thing, or not, um, you know, Sabrina, we've got a comment here from Troy. Uh, this would be the format for you to at least consider. So Sabrina, are you working with any other independent candidates? The continued party solution will be a strong argument. We need an alternative government to effectively change our trajectory to 100,000 population. So this question is very, very interesting. Um, Sabrina, can you speak to that, please? Sure, I'll do my best. Um, as an independent candidate, I'm willing to work with any elected individual as long as it's in the best interest of our people and our country. Based on my walking and conversing with a lot of people within the community, people have felt that they are suppressed, their voices are not being heard, nobody's listening to them, uh, their representative has pretty much gone incognito, and that is what comes with me naturally. And any like-minded individuals who have employment or environment, um, making sure that we have job security, sustainability for continuity, I am willing and able to work with any elected individuals uh, moving forward. Wow, there you go, Troy. Uh, hopefully that answers your question. Cameron says, I'm sure they listen to CMR and the International Space Station. <laughs> oh, Cameron, oh, you crack me up. Um, Troy says, we need to balance the tax burden and create a more equitable society, developer people, not just our land. The duty concessions over the past four years have been funded desperately, um, could have funded desperately needed social programs. Instead, we deprive the vulnerable to further enrich the rich. Boy, Troy, sounds to me like you need to be running somewhere. I can't tell you where, but you got some passion there. But you know what's what's interesting, Sandra, if I may, I may the, the level of conversations that are now being had on your forum and in, in, even in family gatherings has been elevated to this level. And all of the keys, the, those points that he has so rightly drawn out, we're now able to talk about them and no longer be embarrassed. Uh, hardships were being felt from a business perspective and even homes before COVID presented themselves. I've heard people describe, and even myself, it felt like our country, our island, and the ability and access to um, affordable housing, owning property, securing a job and maintaining job, access to proper education, insurance that includes medical, was somewhat being slipped away from us. It's like we were spiraling out of control. And here we are, one of the silver linings and many silver linings that have come out of COVID and the shelter in place is that it allowed us as a jurisdiction somewhat to slow down, despite the hardships that many are facing and continue to face 
how we navigate coming out of this so that we can reset a lot of those buttons and people are being heard. So in, in actual fact, the level of conversations and dialogues that people have been having suggested solutions to come to the table for persons like my vying for a seat in parliament and even those sitting members, you know, people are actually asking the right questions and having the right conversations finally. So I think there's been a lot of good things uh, that have come out from COVID um, it, when it comes to transparency and openness and really getting out of people how they feel. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for that. Uh, Roni says, do you allow people or voters to come on and voice their opinion concerns to the candidates? Absolutely. Let me remind you folks, you can join the program anytime. Hold on one second. There's the link. Call in now. It is a video link. So when you call in, it does put you in the studio. But you can actually choose to turn your camera off if your face isn't ready to be shown to the public. Sometimes I know especially women, you know, need to put on uh, a little bit of makeup or whatever. So, yes, join in. Uh, hold on a second. Let me drop my call in song. Hello. Hello, folks. Yes, folks, come on, join the conversation. No filters, let's talk. Join the program at any time. Just click on that link and you're more than welcome to come on. Roni or anybody else out there. I know Tracy has called in before. Eden has called in before. Cece has called in. Donovan was just on the program. So don't be shy. We don't bite here on CMR. None at all. Um, oh, Lord, have mercy. Somebody else running in Newlands. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, yeah, so let's stick to Sabrina. She's a topic at the moment. Hi, Lulu. How you doing? So Sabrina has already launched her campaign. She's had one meeting. She's been doing her door-to-door canvassing for quite some time. Folks, she's looking for um, a constituency office. So if you live in the prospect proper area or even on the borders and you have a house with a yard that she could convert into an office, please contact Sabrina. She is on the hunt uh, to give um, them some representation. Um, so make sure that uh, you are aware that she is a candidate in the upcoming election for Prospect. Jules says, go Sabrina. Uh, Beth is like, wow. Um, I think Beth is actually a Prospect voter as well. She's right on Prospect Drive. So I'm sure that you will definitely be hearing um, from Sabrina. Sabrina, just give us the details again on your upcoming meeting, the location and the date. The next public meeting that I'll be having will be on February 25th. That's at 7.30 and I'll be at Macross off Marina Drive. Um, in, between, in between this, I will be meeting with a lot of the complexes. We have a lot of um, sub- subdivisions like the Frank Hall subdivision. We have, um, we have Willow Point, we have Melrose Landings, and we have Coconut Grove. Now, those are complexes and I will be meeting um, with those, you, you'd call those yard meetings, communal meetings in between. But the next public meeting uh, will be uh, 25th of February, Macross off Marina Drive. And can I take this opportunity? I looked at the revised uh, list of electors for the Prospect District, and I want to congratulate 
the 80 new voters and we've had approximately 49 persons who've moved into the to the community which bolsters up those persons who are elected to vote in the electoral district of prospect to an additional almost 130 individuals so congratulations for all the new voters I've seen a number of new persons that I've been able to assist in getting registered. I want to congratulate them, and I hope that they become more involved in this democratic process. Ask me the, the, the questions, go to all the meetings, and um, you know, really know what it what it's like to put yourself into this into the political ring, because they are the future. And I'm very very pleased and impressed to see their their names on the list as first time uh, registrants to, to be able to vote in the upcoming election. So congratulations. Wonderful. And uh, folks, let me just um, remind you here, this is Sabrina's contact information. Um, this is her business card. So if you see this card, um, she's actually got a door hanger as well that's coming out this weekend. Uh, 926-8080, super easy number. You can WhatsApp message her. Oops, sorry. Uh, she's on Facebook, she's on Instagram. So link her there for some of the younger persons who prefer those formats. Um, you've got your door hanger here at the bottom. It has where you can contact Sabrina. You just leave your information. Um, community leader for 10 plus years, successful entrepreneur for over 16 years. She has her own immigration services business. She has five years experience as a nurse. So she's very empathetic and she understands certain things about the medical profession, the medical field. She is a mother of two young men. Um, her eldest is 26 years old. And I think the other one, he's also in his 20s, probably a couple years younger. Um, she has been the voice of small business owners in the community as a business owner herself. And she's also been the host of the Business Buzz over on Radio Cayman for 10 plus years. So Sabrina has been around, folks. Um, if you've not heard of her, you might have been living somewhere else. I'm not sure where, but she has definitely been around in this community. So again, um, Sabrina, congratulations you. on your decision to run. I think a lot of people are excited from what I've heard on the streets. Like I said, the streets are definitely talking. Uh, Michael uh, giving you some claps, some hand claps there. Thank you, Mr. Uh, Wilkes. Miss Mary says, um, I like you, Sabrina. I love you, Miss Mary, <laughs> and all the people. This is amazing. You know, I'm hearing more and more persons saying about their interest in a national vote. And I think that our country needs to really look at that much closer in regards to the persons that are elected for political office. Um, persons who cannot and are not even able to cast their vote in prospect that lives, let's say, even in the sister islands, West Bay, East End. I've had persons at that first meeting on a Thursday that came from all over this island, all walks of life came. And it, it really begs the question, did we get it right with how we split up our election process with electoral boundaries? The one man, one vote, was it intended to just be a national vote? This is something that we need to engage more um, and, and I'm more than willing to welcome these conversations to hear what we can do with that so that people have a more, more involvement in who is, is representing them in parliament moving forward. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sabrina, for joining us this uh, morning. Sabrina will be here as a regular feature, folks. 
um, on the show on Fridays. So you can look forward to hearing at least from her and Sammy as we get busier. And I'll just I'll explain this once the, once Sabrina's actually on, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about how, uh, the program will be working up until May the 26th. Sabrina, again, good luck to you, my dear. Thank you. Lots Thank of people. You. I'm super excited. And, um, any final words for persons this morning? And sure. if not, we will definitely see you next week. Sure. I want to encourage everyone to log on and like my Facebook page where you'll be uh, informed of all of the updates of my meetings. And most importantly, I want persons, the popularity is good, but I'm one controlling my ego because I'm here to serve. I'm actually being interviewed by you, the people of Prospect, and seeking to apply for a job to represent you. But I don't want persons to take that for granted and saying, oh, she's well known. She's been out there. I need you to come out and vote. If you want to change, if you want proper representation, representation by someone who's putting themselves like me out to truly represent you, you need to come out on May 26 and make your voice heard. Please, this is not an option. This is not a flippant, oh, she has it. I know people will show out. You will make the difference in moving forward. And I implore and encourage everyone to go to all of your meetings because at the end of the day whether you're running with a party whether or not you're running with an independent you have to find out if the skills and qualities and personalities of the persons who is trying and vying and literally begging for your vote is able to work respectfully with any elected representative because at the end of the day someone will has to come out to be a winner and you don't want to be underrepresented, underrepresented because you're not a team player. That's my mm -hmm. parting words. Thank you again for this outlet. Thank you for this forum. And I look forward to seeing as many people as possible on my journey. Have a happy Friday. All right, folks. Thank you so much, Sabrina. Really appreciate it. Um, Jules says she's already proven herself in prospect. Go, Sabrina. Um, Selena is reminding everyone to please vote. It's really, really important, folks. I would love to see the biggest voter turnout ever here in the Cayman Islands so that when the ones that are need to be removed get removed, they don't say, well, you know, the people never really came out and vote. So do people really support her? Make it a landslide, folks. Let no doubt be left in anybody's mind about where the people stand in this country. It is your right. It is your privilege. I mean, the next time Sabrina's on, we're going to talk about women's suffrage a little bit and how women fought for the right, especially to be able to vote and to have their voices heard in this country. And when I hear people saying that they don't want to vote, I, I'm just like, are you crazy? That is such an honor. I could not imagine. Now, we're going to be busy on election day here at CMR doing all the news coverage, but I will be the first person at the polls if I have to. I'm going to get up at the crack of dawn and make sure that I go and vote because that is how important this is, folks. So please um, do not take this lightly, as Sabrina said, get out there and vote. So her information is scrolling across the screen, how you can reach her, follow her on Instagram. She's got an Instagram page. She's got a Facebook page, uh, Sabrina Turner for Prospect. That is the district in which Sabrina is running. Um, Cameron, I'll answer this question because I do know a little bit about this. So here's the deal, folks. You know, here in CMR, Mm -mm -mm. We know all the sus and the news, the official news, the unofficial news, the gossip, the happenings behind the scenes. Yes, honey, we know it all. 
So we're going to give it to you straight. Cameron, independents of different groups are already talking. Because what the premier said, and this is going to be his mantra to try and convince people to vote his people back in and to vote the progressives back in, is he wants you to believe that there will be no unity amongst the, um, the independent candidates if they get in. He has said, and um, can someone do a, whoever is doing these videos, find the footage where he talks about, oh, they're going to be di so disjointed. They don't have a national plan. He actually said this at the chamber meeting the other day. They don't have an, a plan. You know, we the PPM has got a plan for years. Well, most of us are not happy with your plan, Alden. It doesn't seem to be working well for the people of the Cayman Islands. It's working well for you and whoever you've got in power. But the rest of us are sitting here scratching our heads saying, how are we benefiting? So his argument, and the, really the only argument I'm hearing from him, is keep us together because we've been together for the past four years. And before that, the PPM was together running the shit show. You guys tried to remove the PPM, but unfortunately, it was not a wide enough margin where the numbers were split almost down the middle. And he was able to finagle a deal with the questionable people out of West Bay, the CDP, and as a result of that, look at look at the mess that we're in now as a country, honestly. Look at our reputational damage. To have a sitting MP and Speaker of the House, the third most powerful position in this country, have assaulted a woman three times in 20 minutes in a drunken tirade. And Alden cannot do anything about it. The leader of this business, the leader, sorry, of this country, who fired his political assistant, Kenneth Bryan, um, for defending a woman and verbally, as Kenneth reminded, reminded us, in his situation, it was actually a verbal assault on a police officer, fired him for that, but cannot fire the speaker who has left a woman bruised and battered, no sensation in her leg, arms all bruised up, hair pulled, hit in the face and the head, by a man who weighs at least two and a half times her weight. And this premier does, has done nothing and says he will not do anything about it. Be very, very clear on his position. So now that we got the facts, Cameron, independents are talking to each other because they recognize the danger of this rhetoric of, oh, you're going to get a bunch of disjointed um, independents who have no clue what's going on and they want to paint the independence with the brush of they're not willing to work with anybody. And because they won't work with anybody, you know, why would you put them in? They're never going to be able to form a government. Well, that isn't exactly what happened last time to be quite frank. So we've got to make sure that we put in independence who like Sabrina, notice what she said. She is willing to work with like-minded people who have the best interests of the Cayman Islands and the people of the Cayman Islands at heart. The ones who are in there now that do not have the best interests of us at heart, I can bet your bottom dollar that she will not be working with them. You feel me? And all sensible independents know this is not a one-man show. This is not a one-man operation. So yes, there is an alliance of sorts, just like at Wayne Panton, Osborne Bodden and um, Heather Bodden, they are working together as independents in this area. So this is Newlands, Savannah, 
and modern town. They're pooling their resources because running a campaign can be very expensive. So if you can pool your resources, have meetings together, you know, kind of work together in that sense, it certainly shows that from the onset, they are team players and they're willing to work with like-minded individuals. So I wouldn't say that they are forming a party by any stretch of the imagination, but I do think that they recognize the importance of that cohesiveness and that team. Now, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit of a story. So this is a little bit of sauce on the election front that I'm very much aware of. And I kind of struggled, um, to be honest, Cameron, you're bringing this out this morning, all your fault. <laughs> I kind of struggled about whether or not to even discuss this. But you know what? You people are grown people. You're adults. So I'm going to put it in the public domain and then you can make what of, of it whatever you want. You guys will know that certain candidates from the, from the onset appear to have been working together. So Catherine Wiltz, um, Alric Lindsay, and Michael Miles appear to be somewhat of a cohesive unity, a cohesive team. And um, Michael, as you pointed out earlier, is also running in the District of Prospect. Recently, I understood that as more and more um, independents are coming on board, people, again, are talking to each other. They're having discussions amongst different groups. You know, they're meeting and like, okay, let me hear what, you, what you're standing for. Where are you on, on education, on tourism? What model do you believe in? They're talking about the issues that matter to the people amongst themselves. And Michael, at some point, was part of one of those groups, as is Alric and as is Catherine. They're all talking. And I know for a fact on Monday, there was two separate meetings with different independents, some who've not yet declared. And by the way, if you haven't yet declared, you're missing out on an opportunity for giving the people at least a couple months of getting to know who you are. And that's going to be to your detriment. I'm going to tell you, anybody who's coming out in March and on nomination day, I'm going to be like, Erks, explain this to us. All right, we need to know. So a lot of these independents are talking. Michael was uh, part of one of those groups. And unfortunately, um, as of this past week, this was actually last week, Thursday, I believe, around thereabouts, Michael has decided that he does not want to work with this group's, this independent group. Yes, Beth, Beth is like, okay, Erks. hello. Uh, Michael has decided that he doesn't want to work with these independents because in his opinion, they are working with some current MPs and he wants a fresh slate. He doesn't want anybody who's ever been in there before to be working with the independents. And in my mind, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, let's be honest. We would love to take them all out, but you also need people with some degree of experience um, to continue to serve. That's why, you know, some of them will keep their seats. Huh. You throw everything out the front door? Hmm. That might not be in our best interest. We need people with experience. Now, I know all the new candidates who've never served in elected office, you think you know how it works and you think you've got all the answers. But the people who've been in there knows the real rodeo. They know the civil service and how the civil service limits their power even on the political front, who they need to be working with to get things done, you know, the big machinery that is the government, 
that is separate and apart from the political arm. So this concept of I don't want to work with anybody who's been in there before is not realistic. And that is why even when people said, well, Wayne said he'll work with, with others. Well, Sabrina's saying the exact same thing. This is not a one-man show. You can't go in there and think you're going to get anything done by yourself. So teamwork is a requirement in politics. That is just how it works, folks. And if you don't get that, you probably should not be in politics. So I wasn't sure, uh, Cameron, even how to address this issue with Michael, because I am aware that he has pulled away from everybody else. So he's not working with Catherine. He's not working with Alric. Of course, they're still friends, I'm sure. You know, they still have a good personal relationship. But in terms of the campaign and politics or whatever, he's out there doing his own thing. And um, I'm happy, Michael, reach out to us, come on the program, explain your decision. Maybe there is more to this that we are not aware of or we do not realize. And we're happy to hear from you um, in this regard. Good morning, Stephanie. Luis is like, hmm, things that make you go, hmm. Judy um, says, yep, wishing you all the best, Sabrina. Uh, candidates, the bottom line is the people want to hear from you. We are going into, and we are in, probably what will be the most challenging economic times that the Cayman Islands has faced in a really long time. This pandemic has got the world topsy-turvy, turned upside down and all around. And we need strong leadership at the community level, at the international level. We need people who can go away and represent us on all fronts. The Cayman Islands is hanging on by a thread with our financial services um, business. That is why if you have any good sense, you're going to remove Tara Rivers from West Bay West. Because even those in financial services sector, and I can tell you, because again, I got my ears to the ground all over the place. You know, CMR has friends in high places, low places, all over the place. So we got friends that are lawyers that are in these financial services um, industries, fund services, law firms, all over. And these people are saying, Tara has failed us as financial services manager or minister, my apologies. And so she needs to go. Listen to me carefully, folks. We were put on the blacklist. The one job that Tara did, she failed at. The one job she was supposed to do, I should say. She failed miserably at, and we were placed on the blacklist. I'm hearing they're trying to blacklist us again. And it will probably happen without proactive action. So, good people, let's all get it together. We need to vote. We need to cut the snake off at the head. I'm sorry, Alden. You might be a nice person. I don't really know. But what I'm telling you is the people of Red Bay and the people of the Cayman Islands has had enough of this impotent, progressive, which they're not all that progressive government, and we need to take them out. And so he believes, folks, that he has the clout to be able to go into Baden Town to try to pull and endorse Joke Joke, a.k.a. Full Moon Man, a.k.a. Cayman's biggest donkey riding, whatever, he talked about the parable and the jackass and the donkey. We still don't know what the hell he's talking about. Like I said, that marriage is pretty much over. I'm expecting divorce papers shortly after he loses the election. And the premier thinks that he has the pull to go into other districts and tell people who they need to vote for. 
good sir, you better worry about what's going to happen in Red B. Because Sammy Jackson, Sammy the man, is now on the job. Folks, do not be fooled. We are all in this canoe together. And you've got to remain committed to electing the most qualified, the best candidates. And there's a lot of attributes. You know what? Next week, let's start to talk about some of the attributes that we should be looking at when it comes to our elected officials. Because this concept of it don't matter what they bring to the table, only vote for you know, who we tell you to vote for is absolutely ridiculous. I cannot believe the premier said that last night. So for those of you who missed it, I'm going to play that video again. And I'm also going to end the show this evening with Alric's song. Keep in mind, he's not yet done the video for the song. The video is in production, but I just love the lyrics to Alric's song. So many people, young people, old people, middle-aged people can relate to Alric's um song which he wrote himself and then he got some young men very talented young men to produce and put it together the video hopefully will be dropping in a couple weeks so first listen to the words of the premiere last night at john john aka joke jokes um meet and greet that he had at the white house someone messaged to say that they understood that the speaker of the house paid one hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars to make the miami case go away where the woman was slapped on the ass. I don't know nothing about that. I don't have any receipts, but it wouldn't surprise me. Stay tuned, folks. Horses is not when you're halfway across the river. And we are just about halfway across the river. This country needs the current administration to continue in This country, this country does not need one bright person over here and one genius over there and one good person over there to be elected. This country needs a team, a committed team, an experienced team, a tried team to continue to lead this country forward over the next And so, I say to you, even though you may be impressed by the qualifications and so forth of candidates, other candidates, what you need to do if you want this good administration to continue, if you want Cayman to remain safe and prosperous, is to vote for the team that has brought you so far. And therefore, even though John John is not a member of the Progressives Party, he has been a member of the government yes. which has been led by the Progressives. And I want you to give him your support and your endorsement to continue to work with us over the course of this election and through the next term, where I hope to be not the Premier or the Deputy Premier, but a minister along him, alongside him, to take us I, I thank
thank you for your welcome, I thank you for your love, I thank you for your attention, and I bid you good night. Yo, yo, this politician going but uh huh, vote for him. What is that? And give me fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Every time the election thing come around, you know. Every time, boy. Play. What are going to do? We know to deal with politics, 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 and then bugger tricks, bugger tricks. Can't fool me and take with a clown, take with the clown. No, 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 no. We know to deal with politics, 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 and then bugger tricks. Politics. Alric Clinton, cause him no, 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 no. Alric. The foundation we grow up on. Every four years a campaign slogan. How are they? Love go on like them not no man Until time fi come love out from oh. Please not try fi come sweet me All your smile for your life easy mm -hmm. Them two teeth and greedy No one help but want fi come greet me Straight from Windsor Park to South Sound I I'll rig the people them war round hey. I get to you to fi fight down Shape up the system right now. Right now, people are tired for crying now. Mommy just want the chance to provide now. For survive, no more tired of the tide down. We want freedom to live life now. We not to deal with politics, 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 and then bugger tricks, bugger tricks. Can't fool me and take with a clown, take with a clown. No, 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 no. We not to deal with politics. Politics, politics, and them bag of tricks. Politics, Alric Clinton, cause him no, 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 no. Alric. En la vida de políticos siempre es lo mismo. Hace mucho tiempo no votaron por el chico, solo porque fue de viaje a diferentes lugares. Ahora viene con todo y más fuerte. Ahora no necesita de la suerte. Tiene más apoyo de su gente. Un hombre honesto hasta la muerte. Yeah. Y este señor simplemente quería ser un candidato mejor Por eso estamos en eso de aprender el español Honduras, Venezuela y Panamá También se fue a República Dominicana Luego ellos lo llevaron al de Pensando que lo iban a ganar Pero no pudieron y salieron sin nada We know to deal with politics 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 and then bugger tricks Bugger tricks Can't fool me and take with the clown Take with the clown No, 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 no We know to deal with politics 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 and then bugger tricks Politics Alric Clinton Cause him no, 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 no Alric Part two all them get feel again Round about Get bill again, it's an election bill again. Talk the good will again, holy papali trick again. Things like get thick again, suffering still a gone. Baby, a ball, why mommy a yawn? Daddy, I work from the Sudan, oh, this still a gone. But for the youth, where I met the mark, I'll recap the arts back to deal with politics. Politics and then bugger tricks, bugger tricks. Can't fool me and take with a clown, take with a clown. No, 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 no. We know to deal with politics, politics, politics and then bugger tricks. Politics, Hillary Clinton, cause him no, 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 no. We know to deal with politics, politics, politics and then bugger tricks, bugger tricks. Can't fool me and take with a clown, take with a clown. No, 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 no. We know to deal with politics, politics, politics and then bugger tricks. Politics, Hillary Clinton, cause him no, 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 no. Hillary.
Thank you for tuning in to another edition of The Cold Hard Truth. Make sure to check Facebook for showtimes and more information and the latest news at CaymanMarlRoad.com. Subscribe to our IG and Facebook pages to get the latest happenings. 